Hey, good morning everybody. So for today, Semen Allah, I had a Shaila last week from a Hassan who told me that he is, his great uncle very much wanted to do Birchas Kohanim at the Chuppah. Neither the Hassan nor the Kala are Kohanim, neither the Hassan nor the Kala are Svardim, neither the Hassan nor the Kala are uh, Chabad. And yet, the great uncle wanted to do Birch's Kohanim at the Chuppah. So the question is, this minag has uh, many different forms. In some cases, even a Yisrael would go up to say the bracha. In other cases, a bunch of Kohanim would go up to say the bracha. Sometimes it's a group of rabbis that would go up to say the bracha. And they all uh, recite uh, Birch's Kohanim. So uh, sometimes people will even lift their hands to recite Birch's Kohanim under the Chuppah. So is there uh, any different? Is this any different than the practice that many people have to bless their children every Friday night? You know, where you would say, that's obviously okay. Or is this some sort of uh, problem to have all these people uh, reciting Birch's Koranim out of context, you know, under uh, Chuppah? Apparently in the 1950s or so, in America, it was very common that at every life cycle event, at every bar mitzvah or something, they'd have a priestly benediction and they would call up people to uh, recite the bracha to do a Birch's Koranim. So, the, uh, the, 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 again, the practice among Sephardim and Chabad is to, uh, to do it. Uh, at, at a chuppah. The uh, Nisun Kilchasa sort of shows his hand a little bit in terms of what he thinks about this minag, even though he quotes different makaros. He writes, minag muzar. He says that in uh, recent times they started a minag muzar. So if you're trying to be unbiased, you know, in terms of uh, uh, not past judgment, so to, to start off by calling it a minag muzar, that sort of uh, shows his hand that he really does not like this practice. And that they, uh, that, and he, he cites this minute, and then he quotes a few Maramakomos, uh, against and, and in defense of this, uh, this minhag. Um, so what are the objections? So the most vociferous objection that I'm aware of was made in the journal Hapardes, Chaveres Dalit Simin Chav, by someone named Rav Yehuda Altuski, who is a Rav in the Bronx. Uh, this goes back many, many decades. And uh, he tainted that this was a conservative practice. So this was something that conservative rabbis did. And he says, uh, but now he sees that Rabbanim Charedim get up to bless a Kala who is a daughter of a Rav Charedi, and he had to convince them at a wedding not to hold their hands up and not to make a whole scene of it. And they got angry at him. Why are you stopping us from doing the benediction that uh, there's nothing wrong with it, nothing wrong with giving a bracha? So he said, I see that even Tamid Chacham are unaware of the significant problems in doing this, so I need to publish an essay on this, and therefore he published a four-page piece in, in uh, the journal Apartheid on the topic. And essentially, his criticisms uh, are, are, are three points, three points of what he thinks are Isurim. Number one, he says, Baltosif. The Gemara Masechus Roshana, that Baal Shem will see this summer, how do I know that when a Kohen goes up to do Berch's Kohanim, that he shouldn't say, well, you know, once I'm allowed to give brachos, I'm a Kohen, so I'm authorized to give brachos, so I can just add in whatever brachos I want. You know, you'll add, he'll add whatever nice, uh, cheerful brachos he wants. So Tamalomar, Lososifaladavar. That's why there's this in the Torah called Baltosif. You're not allowed to do that. You can't just throw in whatever extra brachos you want to uh, you want to add. The Rambam in the fourteenth part of Vilchus Tfila, Lachyudbeis, says that Enoquanim Rashon Bakolmakom Lahosif, which seems to suggest that he even broadens the Yisur, that even the regular saying the same brachos, but more time, saying it a second time, uh, suggests Rav Altuski from this Rambam, that the Rambam must understand that that too is a violation of Bal- 
Baltosif. Now again, the Gemara said that it's Baltosif. You add in new brachos that are not part of those three psukim of Birch's Kohanim. The Rambam seems to just broaden it and say Kohanim are not bechol makom. They're not allowed to be Mosif. Sounds like they're not even allowed to say the same bracha multiple uh, multiple times. That is against Shitas Hatosos and Masech Roshana, where Tosos says that doing the same mitzvah over and over again is not Baltosif. And that's why you could blow Mea Kolos, a hundred different Kolos in Rosh Hashanah, even though you're Yotze way before you hit a hundred Kolos, because doing it over and over again is not a violation of Baltosif. And Shulchan Aruch, Shulchan Aruch Paskins like the Tosos, that according to Shinos HaKapa, Vachka Cholok Lebeis HaKnes Zacher, Umatzitzi Bershlo Yil Birch Skranim, Yacholi says Kapa Pamacheres, that according to already did Birch's Kranim, and then he goes to another Tzibur, and he sees that the Tzibur needs a Kohen, so he's allowed to uh, to, to say Birch's Kranim again. Now, even though the Gemara says that it's Matzah Tzibur Acher, you could be Mavarich them, the Rambam doesn't quote that din. So says Rav Altoski, the Rambam doesn't quote that din, because he holds that saying it a second time is a Chashash of Baal Tosif. And even according to the Tosus and the Shulchan Aruch, says Rav Altoski, if it's the same Tzibur that don't require a Bracha, then the Chasem Sofer and Aruch Chaim Chuvachav Bey says the, even the even the 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 Baleatosos would agree not to bless them again. The only reason you're supposed to do it a second time is because there's another tzibur that requires a blessing. But if there's a tzibur that doesn't require a birchs kohanim, so you're not allowed to just go and do another birchs kohanim. And it seems he says that birchs kohanim is limited to certain times and contexts based on the Gemara Megillah Daf Yerches, where the Gemara explains exactly why birchs kohanim is placed in between Hoda'a and Sim Shalom. So it seems like it was incorporated into part of Tefillah, and that's the only place where it belongs. And based on Tainis Tav Chavav, about which Tefillos get Nesiyas Kapayim, that you do Nesiyas Kapayim by Shachris, do you do it by Mincha, maybe yeah, maybe no, do you don't do by, what about by Ni'ilah? So the Gemara discusses when we do Birchus Kranim, it sounds like, and you're not supposed to do it at other times, that it's only supposed to be done in that context. So that is Taina number one, that it's a violation of Baltosif. His second Taina is that the Rabbim in Nesiyas Kapayim Parak Yadal at Alacha Aleph says that the reason we don't do Nesiyas Kapayim at Mincha is because of Chashash Shichrus, that by the time people have already eaten lunch, they probably drink some wine, so by that time, they're already shikr. That's why many shuls have a practice that they do Birch's Kohanim and Sumchas Torah, not at Musaf, but at Shachris, because Musaf is after the Kiddush already, and there's a concern that people already drink wine, and when there's Chashash Shichrus, you're not allowed to do Birch's Kohanim. So he says, you had a wedding? At a wedding, of course, there's a Chashash Shichrus, and it's also late in the day. It's Mincha time, and sometimes it's Marav time. The Chub is at night already. So, of course, there's a Chashash Shichrus, so that's another problem with such a Birch's Kohanim. And his third problem is, he thinks it's Chukas Agayim, that this started, the idea of a benediction started with non-Jews, and worked its way toward the reform rabbis, and now he says uh, the, uh, the 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 rabbanim charedim picked up on it as well. And he says that is wrong. The yisur b'chukusayim lo salechu applies to holy things as well. The sifri in parshas re'ei says lo sasim kein l'hashem elokeichem v'chisala al daytuk sheisol notzim mizbuchusayim. Do you think that the Jewish people are going to destroy their own uh, the 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 the, 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 the that we used to serve Hashem? No, you just shouldn't do things that they do, even if you're doing it uh, innocently in service of the Rebbe Shalom. We shouldn't mimic the ways of the non-Jews in the way that they serve, uh, in the way that they do Avodah We shouldn't mimic that in service of the Rebbe Shalom. So what's the defense for the practice? So in the article by Rabbi Altuski himself, 
he suggests a potential defense, but rejects it. He says, maybe these Yisurim Babaltosif and the Yisur being drunk and all that, maybe that only applies to, to the actual Birch's Kohanim. But when it's out of context, people can give whatever bracha they want. Meaning, one person wants to give another person a bracha. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not a violation of Baltosif. In fact, the Bir Allah and Simkuf Chavchas says that people can bless each other when they take leave of each other. You're saying goodbye to a friend. Yivrecha Hashem, Hashem should bless you, you should be successful, you should be whatever, whatever bracha you want to give. Because it's not the in the context of Birch's Kohanim. So says Rabbi Altuski, this does not satisfy him, because he's only speaking about a czar not lifting uh, the, the Bir Allah, so about a czar who's not lifting his hands. But if a czar were to lift his hands, or a Kohen were to bless in any context, he thinks that taco would be a problem of Baltosif, particularly if he's using the words of Birch's Kohanim. Furthermore, the Bir Alacha only says, that maybe that's how we could justify why people give each other brachos. But otherwise, they, uh, you know, it sounds like it's only an ulai, but he doesn't have a clear, a clear mahalik. However, the Bir Alacha then says another defense for the common practice, and he says, once the Chazal instituted that Birk's Kranim is only during davening, so maybe Enochinami, you're not allowed to do, have Kavana to do Birk's Kranim outside of the context of davening. But if you're if, if you're just stam giving someone a bracha, it's it's pashut that you're not trying to do birchas kohanim. Because why would you be trying to do birchas kohanim once Chazal instituted you're only supposed to do it during davening? So probably you're not really doing birchas kohanim. You're just giving a bracha. There's nothing wrong with giving a bracha. There's a problem with doing birchas kohanim, and that's not at all what you're doing. So says uh, Rabbi Altuski, that is not at all going to help us though, because the shiloh over here is that what do they announce under the chuppah? Uh, ever been to a wedding where they do this? Anyone ever been to a wedding where they uh, do birchas kohanim? What do they do? They, they, it's an extra kibbut, right? So they announce under the chuppah, now we call up the great uncle for birchas kohanim. Or uh, in, uh, I guess in the 1950s in America, they would say the priestly benediction, which is saying that they're having kavana for the sake of birchas kohanim. So Rabbi Altuski says, that's not going to work to say that, oh, mistama, they're not having kavana to do birchas kohanim, and therefore it's not baltosif. No, they are having kavana to do birchas kohanim, <laughs> and therefore it is baltosif. In a, a subsequent edition of Hapardes, uh, in Choveres Vav, Simon Lamed Gimel, an article was written by another rabbi from the Bronx. Uh, he must have known Rabbi Altuski, Rav Shlomo Zalman Katz. And he, he said he read Rabbi Altuski's article, and he's very upset by it. There's nothing wrong with this practice. It's a beautiful practice. And he says essentially the following. He says, first of all, to suggest that this is a minig of reformers and conservatives, not true. He says, he says, uh, rabbis did this back in Europe. This was something that was always done. It's an old practice. And second, he says, when blessing a yachid, there's no halos shame of mitzvah nesias kapayim. Meaning, I mean, the, the idea of baltosif, not to do nesias kapayim, is when you're blessing the tzibur, when you're blessing just a couple of yachidim, a chasen and a kala. They're not at tzibur. The birch kohanim they do at the chub is not for the old tzibur. It's to bless the chasen and the kala. So that, uh, that doesn't have a halos shame at all of birch kohanim. Therefore, would not be a violation of baltosif, and you don't have to worry about any of the halachos of shichrus or anything else that you would normally. Uh, worry about. 
It's also not, not a violation of Chukasakim because it makes perfect sense to bless somebody at an important milestone in their life. Meaning, one, one has to question, when exactly do we say that something is Chukasagayim? You know, some people say to give Hanukkah presents is Chukasagayim because where do we get it from? That the Goyim give, uh, you know, give presents at their holidays around the same season. So is that really Chukasagayim? Isn't presents, you know, the idea of giving a gift a universal thing that people enjoy? That since that's so at a time of celebration and joy, you give gifts because that brings celebration and joy. It's universal to the human experience. It's, a, it's not that uh, this is something that they innovated in their worship and therefore we copied what they innovated in their worship. It's, it's like saying, uh, since they sing in church, we're not allowed to sing in shul. Singing is part of the human experience. It's part of uh, what we, you know, how one expresses joy. To give someone a bracha, to wish them well, to say that Hashem should bless them, that's not something that we, take, that we took from non-Jews. That's something that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, understood in intuitively by, uh, by people. Uh, when a person blesses his friend or a father blesses their children or Gedolim bless people, there's no Isser because it's a Shevach Takarosh Baruch that you're mentioning his name in Brachos. After all, Chazal tells us Afilu Birchus Hediot should not be Kalabay Necha. You should take every Bracha seriously. That a Bracha is impactful. Uh, we therefore follow that even a Zar says, uh, says this Rav Katz, even a Zar can do it because there's nothing to do with Birchus Kohanim. As you know, and the, the right is no one's washing their hands, no one's taking off their shoes, no one's saying a bracha. They're just giving the bracha of, uh, you know, uh, to, to, to the chasen and kala. That could be hediot uh, also. That, that doesn't have to be a kohen. It could be anybody. In fact, Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef in, uh, in, in uh, Yalkut Yosef in Sovas Machos, uh, Perak Aleph, Ozchas, he writes, Mashi is noagim levarichas a chasen and kala, tachas a chupa, pipsukim ivrecha, shamishmrecha. This is not a problem, even if Yisrael does it. And you don't have to worry, he comes up with the fourth problem that Rabbi Yotulski didn't think of, that isn't it a violation of saying Pesukim by heart? He says, nah, it's not a problem with that either. He doesn't explain why, but Pashtus is because Talmud Rabbi Yonah says in Mesechus Brachos that whenever you, uh, you have words of Pesukim that are used in a different context other than Talmud Torah, they're used in some other mitzvah context. Like, for example, you have the Pesukim of Kriyashma that are used for the mitzvah of Kriyashma outside of the context of learning Torah. Or you have the Pesukim, he says, of Karbanos that you use every morning to say the Karbanos to, to Nisham Lepar Mitzvah So it's outside of the context of Talmud Torah. So for such Pesukim, there's no Isser of Dorm Shem Saviyatar Ashilam Rambalpeh. So since the Pesukim of Birks Kohanim are used in the context of Birks Kohanim, there's no Isser of saying them Balpeh. So that's where Yitzchak Yosef says, I'm not worried about any of this. Now, even though there are months, Based on the Gemara that a czar is not allowed to do Birch's Kohanim, that means to get up in front of the whole shul, but a czar wants to give a bracha using the words of Birch's Kohanim, where many of us do that with our children every Friday night. So, in conclusion, it would seem that in order to violate Baltosif, uh, when it's not the Zman Mitzvah, the Gemara Rosh Hashanah tells us one has to have Kavana to fulfill the Mitzvah. So it's only going to be a violation of Baltosif if you're trying to do the Mitzvah of Birch's Kohanim. And it would follow, therefore, that the Mavarech should not have Kavana to be fulfilling his priestly duties because that would associate the Bracha with Birch's Kohanim. So I would say somewhere in between. It's not always problematic. It's not a problematic Minag. 
But the idea that they call him up and say, honored with birchas kohanim, that's problematic. They should say, honored with blessing the chasen and kala. Something like that. But to call it a birchas kohanim, that makes it sound like it is birchas kohanim, that invites the kavana of Baltosif, that he thinks he's doing the mitzvah of birchas kohanim. And when you do that, shalob is man mitzvah, so that could be uh, fundamentally problematic. I don't know what they do at Chabad weddings and at Sephardi weddings, whether they actually make that announcement, but I know at the... Uh, at the Ashkenazi weddings, where they where they mimic what they do at Svarti weddings and at uh, and at Chabad weddings, they often do that. They'll say honored with the Birch's Kohanim. That they probably should not say. They probably should not say honored with uh, Birch's Kohanim. It is always a good opportunity to mention the uh, uh, famous comment of the Torah Tamima. Torah Tamima in Parshas Naso and uh, Ha'ara Lamed Aleph. Uh, writes in in Paragvav the Vyesh Lahir al Nasam Khaulum Lorich Isha Sakhab bin Sias Kapayim al Rosha Misbarik. He says, How uh, what what are people Somikhan that they bless each other by uh, by putting their hands on each other's heads, like by Birchas Khasanim Uchadome, like when they give a bracha to a chasan. So he says, Anim Shamati me Ishemunim. I heard from a very trustworthy person. Shahagrami Vilna. That no less an authority than the Vilna Gon was Mivarech, uh, Rav Yechaska Landau, not, not the, the Buddha, a different Rav Yechaska Landau, the Amorit Sadik to Vilna, Bishas Kupasa when he got married, Viniach Yodo Achas, Alagon Rav Yechaska Bishas Abracha. He only placed one hand on his head when he gave him the Bracha, and they asked the Gra, why only one hand? And he said, because only Kohanim could do a Bracha Bishteyadayim. And, uh, but he said, I never saw anyone say that, anyone else say that, but that's the Maishashaya with the Vilna Gon, says the Torah Zvima, Vihi Ha'ara Nifla. That when giving a bracha, you should give only with one hand unless you're a Kohen. And he says, even a Kohen is a, not allowed to say a, a private bracha outside of the context of tefillah. So even when a Kohen is blessing his children, he should only do with uh, with one hand. And he says, the Rayas from the Gemara Megil, they asked Rabbi Lozman Shemua, what did you do that you were Zochatarichus He said, I never did Nesias Kapayim without a bracha. So what does that mean? What's the Chiddush? Of course, when you didn't see his Kabayim, you say a bracha. So says the Tartimima, La Kavana Shalonosa Kapav Lebracha Bialma Shalobashas Mitzvah Vachiyav Bracha. What he was saying was that he never used both hands to give a bracha outside of the context of tefillah, because the Tartimima suggests that the best way to do it, to give a bracha to somebody else, is to only use one hand for a person to lift both hands. He thinks that already might border or, or, uh, or approach the Yisr of Baal Tosif. Okay, so that is... Uh, uh, that issue of Brooks Kohanan. Everyone should have a wonderful day. Um.